Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's so close to where we are. We see the fallout from Glastonbury quite quickly, don't you? Mm. If you get on a train on like the Monday from Bath, you are just surrounded by like misery. Corpses. And stink. Yeah. And it's the yeah, walking people dead. Just think, oh, I want to yeah. go. Classic combo. Rained all the way up to the festival and then Scorchio for the actual weekend. Ooh. So he wore wellies on the first day because it was so yeah. muddy. And then he had to yeah. spend the rest of the summer with a horrible welly tan. <laughs> It looked the most ridiculous I've ever seen. Doug gets ridiculous. Ta- he actually yesterday even just sitting. Uh, last night, I was like, what's going on with your knees, mate? Because they were bright red, but only on the sort of insides. I've never met a more white boy. I feel like you would have loved a festival back in the day, though. Did you love a festival back in the day? Uh, no. No. Welcome to episode 146 of the Women's Running Podcast. I'm your host, Esther Newman, and she is your other host, Holly Taylor. This episode is brought to you by the triple whammy that is hot running, half-term juggling, and booze. Make sure you listen right to the end because we have a huge announcement for the pod squad, more of which in a sec. Back to the sunshine. We talk about sunscreen and sweat and finding the elusive sunblock that doesn't sting. We also talk about dehydration in the heat and how to prevent that, which brings us neatly to our next point. We talk about managing moderate drinking and training and how that's tricky, especially in the summer when you may have more social engagements. We also chat about the effect that booze can have on our health and our lifestyles and also on our running. We also touch on running and anxiety and depression and that link between alcohol and our mental health. I then have a small whinge about running and juggling time as it's half term and it is hard to do those things. I cope a little bit by planning ahead and putting timed slots in my diary. That's just one way of doing it. There are others. Also, as Holly says, you don't have to run. 
Lastly, we have a big announcement. We want you to come and run with us at the London Vitality 10,000 this year on Sunday, September 24th. We want you to come and run with us and we have our very own women's running wave, which means we can all run together and there's enough space for everyone. There'll be a special meet and greet area just for us in the park, so we'll be able to chat with you before and after the run and we can all celebrate together. There's a special link in the show notes to sign up and we'll be popping it up on Facebook and Instagram as well. We can't wait to run with you. Okay, should we start recording? Let's start. <laughs> oh, how, how, well, first of all, how was your weekend? We both have run this weekend. We have. We have indeed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, no, weekend was lovely. I mean, we've had amazing weather, haven't we? So it's, it's been, been so lush. It's been really lovely. Yeah. So it's been nice, been hanging out with the kids, did my 5K, uh, which we were, we were all, we were trying to suggest that, um, we as a sort of last minute thing we were it was world hunger day on sunday mm-hmm. and we were um quickly trying to kind of persuade as many of you as possible and and remind ourselves to run 5k and donate 5 quid to the trussel trust there's um, still time which I did. if anybody would like to i think i popped the uh the link to donate on a story on sunday on Inst- on our instagram which maybe isn't the the best place because that disappears so maybe I'll whack it in the link in our bio or something and there's still time if you want to run 5k and donate five pounds or just donate because you're a lovely lovely person (laughs) yeah you don't have to exert yourself um but yeah I did do my 5k and it was um oh it was such a nice run such a nice run we had such lovely weather um and and the only thing that made it less than perfect for me is that kind of it it was just life rather than the kind of run itself but what was really nice for me um and so it's only because like you know like it's basically because Dave's got so much work on that even taking half an hour out to to do that at the moment it's when the kids are at home manic half in term, the Newman household been, hasn't it fuck it's been mm. so manic so manic so it's been really hard work and we're now firmly in half term so that's kind of well we can talk about the juggle let's come on to the juggle um, in, a, in bit. a bit um i was just going to quickly yeah. do a note about because we said we were going to talk about this and i don't think mm. we really did last week um but um running in the heat because yeah. i'm such a the because i've only ever done um, I've done a, a March half and then I've done, I did do an October one once, but on the whole, I've, I've done like spring half marathons, which has meant that the majority of the training that whenever I do run in the heat, I'm just not used to it really. And it hasn't been that hot in the UK yet this year, really. Um, and so running 5k yeah. on a warm Sunday was quite intense and is not is not my favorite I do prefer training in winter running in winter uh obviously not when it's absolutely freeze your nipples off cold but I I like a little bit of a breeze and that was lacking on Sunday it was quite still wasn't it I think Monday would have probably been a better day to do it on because it was a bit more of a breeze mm-hmm. um but yeah I wanted to pick your brains about tips for um for running I did wear my sun cream after lecturing everybody the other week I did wear my sun cream good girl. for my run good girl. Um, 
though uh, I did I did spot that there was some chat on our pod squad discord which you can join if you join us on patreon um about sun cream that doesn't sting and mm-hmm. mine didn't sting because often it can run oh, into your eyes oh, and yeah. it was uh, I just wanted to give this advice to everybody it was a um so it's a La Roche-Posay one which can be a little bit on the pricey side can't they but mm. That one didn't sting at all. It just kind of stayed put. It's a bit weird to put on because it's kind of matte, which makes you Ooh. look a bit strange. But it kind yeah. of st- it stays put. It's not a sort of shiny one. So maybe worth going for ones that aren't sort of too runny. Like you want one that's a bit of a kind of almost foundation-like in texture. A that little sticks. Bit, that sticks a bit. Yeah. If that yeah. works for you. But that worked for me. I, it, it didn't, it, that, didn't, that didn't run. But I just did find generally... I find myself getting um, way more dehydrated, way more quickly, mm-hmm. and uh, just sweaty and red and hot. Yeah, it does. It takes a long time for the redness to go down, doesn't it? It really when you're does. Really, really, really it's quite alarming sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it can do, can be. I think I can't. I I can't. I don't think enter into the sunscreen chat because I don't, can't remember any of the names of the sunscreens that I use. I know at the moment. Um, I am just using a moisturizer that includes that's got a thirty, a factor thirty in it. I think that's probably um, all good, right? Mine's a factor. It's probably okay. I can't remember what it is, but it can't be more than thirty. Um, yeah, it's, it's fact. I would prefer to use. I do have a couple of sunscreens that are factor for facial sunscreens that are factor fifty. I think my big thing would be to stick to one that's definitely for face, mm-hmm. and I go for a sensitive skin one um, normally. But uh, if you go for factor 50 and you go for sensitive skin, what you then end up with is, is kind of white paste on your face. Yes, very true. I think may- maybe we should do a little sort of, um, we could do a little roundup thing of mm-hmm. the best sun creams for running in. Um, but And we'll actually try and remember what it is that we... Try and remember what they that, are. That yeah. we were. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I do that. But I mean, obviously, I think another thing that can really, really help is actually wearing a, a hat. Um, oh yeah I didn't think about that yeah that can really help um but yeah I think um and also it's it's so personal because some people prefer running in the cold some people prefer running in the heat and because I hate the cold so much I would always prefer running in in hot weather Mm. but all the things you said are absolutely true so I think um I can't believe we're getting onto the run chat so early in the podcast. I know. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> You're listening to the Women's Running Podcast and we're actually talking about running. <laughs> Shit. Um, but I think um, although people have taken the piss out of me, I am mentioning no names, for wearing a hydration pack on things like a 10K. Well, that was what I thought. I didn't wear a hydration pack for a 5K because I was like, I'll look like a right knobhead. But... Mm. I should have done. Who and knows? Also, no one knows. Should have done. No one who's no watching one fucking you run past knows that you're running 5k, do they? They might think, oh, exactly. Look at her go on her 13 miler this morning. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. So I, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I agree. So the longest run that I would normally do on a normal kind of temperature day without hydration pack is I might go to about six months. So I might go to 10k. Um, I've done. I've definitely done 10. Uh, yeah 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 sort of 10 11k without without any kind of water but that's when it's more like 10 degrees 11 Mm -hmm. degrees um now there's no way I could do that so I like the longest run I've done in in recent weeks is probably about four miles 
Um, and I found that quite hard by the end to not have any kind of water. Yeah, stuff. I'm with you. That's sort of the longest that I've been running at the moment as well. And I think maybe I just need to learn from that that it, this over summer the rules change a little bit and I'm going to need a hydration vest. Rules do change. I've got a gorgeous hydration vest and I feel very spoilt about this. Um, but because we've okay, had okay. the product awards and if you mm-hmm. sensed fear come into my soul, then it's because I looked at the calendar and realized how long we have left to review all these products. Ha ha ha. <laughs> anyway, it's all fine. Um, but, um, <laughs> I've got a, uh, it's, a, it's from a company called Harrier's which makes me feel like a Harrier mm. when I wear it. They are wonderful. They're so good. Oh my gosh, I love it. So it's the first time that I've had a hydration vest that I actually really feel like isn't going to chafe me. It also came with a little buff. Oh. I know. So it, it's just, they've they've thought of everything. They've really thought of everything. Um, and uh, it's brilliant. It's got enough, but it's not. Because the only other thing I had before was like a big old 30 litre thing. Um, that sounds oh, like no. loads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I make that up? I think. It, mm. No, I think the that, that is. is thirty liters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you yeah, wanted to fill probably, it entirely right. with water, I guess you could. But it might be yeah. slopping around because it's not got thirty liters worth of mm. of uh, little water sacks in it. But um, but this one is a much smaller, just like light little hydration vest. Um, and I'm mm-hmm. really, really excited about it. I've only I've only like worn it around the house because I haven't been on a, on a run long enough that I thought it would be um, it, that it would be appropriate for. But I'm going to go for it on my next run, and I'm really excited about it. But it's Dude, super soft. You should. You should. Super soft, so I'm not nervous about chafing with it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yep, I do love it. I love my Harrier. You've got a Harrier one too. What? Yeah, I know. I feel a bit like I do have a Harrier one that we're yeah. talking about, like running and <laughs> sport. So I know, much. It's really weird. I thought what. Why are we doing that? It's so strange. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, how was your weekend? Yeah, should we get on to a bit of that? I'm sure there'll be more run chats yeah. to come. but um, There will be, because I've got a list. You know me, I have Esther a list. has a list, and I've got a few yeah. sort of chaotic ideas bouncing around in my little skull. <laughs> um, but my, my weekend was lush. It was so nice. It's just so gorgeous when the weather is nice, and I'm such an... I'm just a little outdoor bean. I feel like I've grown up in because when I was when I was growing up, we lived in a house that had lots of French windows, and we used to laugh about it because it was it. There were so many. I think we counted once that whoever designed <laughs> the house there was like a there was like a French window thing in in almost every room. It was really strange, but it was so lush because we lived in the Brecon Beacons, and you could just open your little window and mm. fling yourself outside and it was just green and grass and you could see the mountains and it was so lovely and I feel like I've been that's always been my heart like I I just yeah. feel better being outside and I would rather and I live in a small flat on on a, on a top floor so I really really miss the sort of outdoor inside outside inside thing of just being able mm-hmm. to sort of put your crocs on your metaphorical crocs on (laughs) (laughs) and just be in the garden without even thinking about it um but so we just spent the majority of the weekend we haven't got obviously that same luxury anymore of having a garden but we have got a golf course right next to us that um that we just basically spent the whole weekend on there and it was so nice 
really lovely yeah and it, i mean it is a golf course makes it sound like a golf course oh, and i know does, there is yes. a golf course element Correct. but it is it's so lovely because it's kind of it's on a hill yeah and, and if the you climb all the way from to the top of just... the hill it's worth it oh, yeah yeah it's not so nice. it's not an, a golf course like it's not like you're gonna get smacked in the bonds by tiger woods <laughs> it's like I, I imagine people play golf there sometimes but it's not really it's mainly just used for like walking your dogs and underage drinking yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the classic the classic the classic the british yeah. staples um <laughs> so we did like we, we we got um picnic stuff and water and our books and a picnic blanket oh. so we could basically just go and be there all day and it was really lush that was what we did yesterday um nice. and saturday i went to go and see my sister we had a little um a little wander around Cabot Circus. It was her birthday, so I wanted to buy her some some new bronzer and foundation and bits. It was just a sort of like poodle mm. about. Um, but I forgot that it was Love Saves the Day Festival, which is a huge oh. festival in Bristol. Oh, Esther is also looking surprised. So I will I will give context. It's a it's a big <laughs> festival in Bristol, and it's quite like it's a dancey festival. I think so, like dance music, trance music techno oh beats. god this this so so potentially this is why it's not been on my radar. yes and also why i like can't tell you anything about what's going on there um but it was wild because i was on a train at 11 o'clock in the morning to go and meet my sister there was a small corner of mm. us me a guy who was going to the festival but he either wasn't drinking or he hadn't started drinking yet and then um a small family and we were just sort of like huddled for safety in a corner of this ca- of this carriage while the rest of the carriage was absolutely off their nut. Everybody no. was so, so <laughs> wasted at 11 o'clock in the morning. And it was, it was, oh my God. A part of my heart was like, absolutely go for it. This looks so fun. I'm so happy for you guys. It's obviously all students who finished their exams and stuff. And, um, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. And they yeah. were just having the time of their lives. But on the other hand, mm. don't even know if I can say this on the podcast, but I did. There were some people who were really letting the side down, and one bloke <laughs> who who kept bumping into everybody and apolo- and going sorry, and then he'd like tap his friend and be like Mark, Mark, say sorry, because uh, they were just kind of like bumping into everyone along the carriage and didn't know what they were doing. Um, and I, uh, yeah, they were. I mean. They weren't. They weren't just. They weren't just drinking. Put it that way, and they weren't being very subtle about yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was far from ideal. God, it just makes me feel quite sick. I know. I Eleven o'clock in the morning it. as well. Yeah. Eleven o'clock in the morning. I mean, it's a bit like you know, like when you go on a flight and you 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 see everyone sort of tucking into their second pint of the day at seven o'clock in oh, the morning because yeah. they've gone. You know, because because it's you know there are no timelines or whatever when you're in an airport, mm-hmm. and that always makes me feel really really unwell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I do get you. I do get you. I I don't know whether I've ever partaken in a pint at seven o'clock in the morning, but I Doug definitely has. Doug's been one of those people. <laughs> I remember it. I remember him and my dad once when we were going on a family holiday, being like, "Oh, what else are we gonna do?" And so me and my mum and my sister all got a smoothie or something, and they just went and got a pint. <laughs> But I'm sure they regretted it, you know, a few hours later when they were sort of sleepy on the on the flight or whatever. And that's the thing: yeah. if you can't continue and you just have to, yeah, yes, oh, then you're going God, to get yeah. your hangover. Well, that's what I was thinking about all these people because I thought if you've sort of pre-drunk to that extent, 
then how yeah. much have you got to like keep that up throughout the day? And that's going to be very expensive in a festival ground because otherwise you're just going to hit, like if you're that pissed at 11 o'clock in the morning, then you're going to, you're going to hit a wall that you're not going to want to hit at, yeah. uh, you know, at three, yeah, like afternoon. Yeah. And then you're going to be yeah. like, oh, I really wish I, I was at home now rather than the middle of a stonking hot field. Yeah, with horrible lose. With horrible lose and just a constant (laughs) You're just going to be like, what am I doing? Why have I done this? Why have I paid 200 quid to do this as well? I I just can't imagine anything more hellish. No. Like all of that together. And I know I'm the wrong demographic. I think you would find it all very hellish. Camping as well, Esther, if you go to a festival. I don't think that one is a camping one, but... I feel like you would have loved a festival back in the day, though. Did you love a festival back in the day? Uh, no. no. Um, I, you know, I, I did a few. Mm-hmm. I did a few. I didn't. I never did Glasto, but I, I did, uh, which Glasto. is which is weird. It's so I hard, would, though, isn't it? To yeah. No, 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 because it's so close to where we are um, that we do see we see the fallout from Glastonbury quite quickly, don't you? Mm. So if you get on a train on like the Monday from bath if you get on any train at all you are just surrounded by like misery Corpses. and stink yeah and awful. it's the yeah, walking people dead. Just go, oh, i want to yeah. go yeah it's horrible <laughs> <laughs> and i've been burnt too much by looking at kind of you know tv reports and seeing people kind of squelching around in the mud and all that yeah. just sounds and so, like, getting shit burnt doug to went me. to glastonbury a few years ago oh yeah and it was so it had been it had classic combo rained all the way up to the festival and then scorchio for the actual weekend so he wore wellies on the first day because it was so muddy and then he had to spend the rest of the summer with a horrible welly tan (laughs) it looked the most ridiculous i've ever seen that's great Doug gets ridiculous tat he actually yesterday even just sitting uh, last night I was like what's going on with your knees mate because they were bright red but only on the sort of insides and I was like well, have you hit your knees or have you, what? I was like have my jokes been so good he's just been slapping his knees all day um and then it turned out that he uh, we, he'd been we'd been sitting outside and he'd been yeah. cross-legged and oh. so his knees had burnt just on the inside. On the inside. I've never met a more white boy <laughs> in all of my life. <laughs> You've not spent a huge amount of time with Dave, though. Oh, are so... they going to be the, you know, the beetroot <laughs> oh brothers God. over summer? <laughs> he is. He is awful. And happily, I mean, together we are both very, very high burn. Mm. But he is way more high burn than me. Way more high burn than me. Sorry, did you, you hear that? Some- no, oh, it was, was it your, like, was it your doorbell? I took my Garmin off earlier because I had a shower and I forgot to put it back on. I've just, I've just heard it go because I obviously it's crossed with me. <laughs> it sounded like my doorbell. Anyway, sorry, carry on. <laughs> that really gave me a horrible shock. <laughs> that is not what Garmin's are supposed to do. Is no, it? not supposed to scare the shit. No, out of really me. terrified me then. Oh, I'll put you back on in a minute. It's all right. God. <laughs> so burn yes. anyway yeah. tan all of that burn, stuff burn yeah. stay safe out yeah. there but do stay safe actually, out there that yeah, yeah. does bring us Ooh. on to an interesting segue doesn't it because um we speaking of getting incredibly drunk at festivals um we <laughs> were going to talk about booze and running 
Um, yes, we, we were. were. I've also got another bit of a segue, which is that tonight, I haven't told you this, all I've done is requested tomorrow morning off. I haven't told you I. I presumed you assumed it was for a hangover. I did. Yes, it is. Um, I'm going to, I'm actually quite nervous because I don't want to get, I, I want to be a bit kept because it does feel a bit weird doing it on a school night. So even though I've got the morning off, I'm a bit nervous about it. But I'm going with a friend to Bingo Lingo. <laughs> Have you heard of Bingo Lingo? <laughs> of course I haven't. What the fuck it's is that? A, it's basically <laughs> just a giant sort of bingo drinking game. Um, and it's, it's in Comedia and I'm, I'm really nervous about it, but I'm really excited. So we're going for her birthday. That actually sounds really good. I, think I can't it, wait to hear about I, that. I'm really I'd love to, to do tell you about it. Yeah. I think it's a much, it's much more up my street in terms of getting drunk than just like going to a club and dancing. I'm so happy that we're doing it mm-hmm. because I yeah. think there'll be, a, it'll be a much more natural thing rather than everybody sort of going, right. Okay. We've got to get, get on it and get drunk. Otherwise we're not going to enjoy standing in this club with instead it's just like games but they do i think maybe sometimes bring you on stage which i'm a bit scared about oh yeah yeah yeah, that's fun that's when i've seen pictures of people doing it they they sometimes sort of bring people on stage to do silly games like you've got to come on stage and like i don't know dance around with an inflatable flamingo or something so i will be (laughs) sitting very near the back oh god just in case but I'll let okay. you know all about I it. I'm so, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'll tell you all. But it was it's a bit of a last minute plan. So I hadn't told Esther officially what was happening. I was excited to tell you all about that. So boozy bingo, that's what I'm doing tonight. However, that yeah. leads more, it, it sort of continues to lead into the segue because I feel like, how are you supposed to cope with summer and how fucking boozy summer is? Every, I swear there's something happening yeah. every day. I feel like I'm in freshers' mm-hmm. week at the moment, and I'm exhausted, and <laughs> it's impossible to keep up an exercise routine because it's yeah. it's really hard to convince yourself to go running if you've been on the lash the night before, and um, yeah. it also just generally for sort of health. I'm like I felt really good about my. Um, not necessarily great about my health because I had some sort of slight wobbles with my post-COVID sinus issues. My sinuses. Mm. Um, but I think about my choices, I was feeling really good at the beginning of the year and I wasn't really drinking very much. And and now, I mean, I don't know about you, but uh, all of that goes out the window when you have three bank holidays in a month, the sun is shining. <laughs> and true. British people, we are just, something happens to us when the sun comes out. We're feral. Oh, it is awful. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's never sunny. When it suddenly is, people just start injecting like dark fruit cider straight into their veins. Oh my God, the cider. Yeah. We're in the wrong part of the world as well. I know. I I mean, coming from someone that's never drunk cider since the age of 14, I just... But anyway, (laughs) yeah, I I think it's a really important thing to talk about because um firstly you've got the kind of the aspect of like running and booze and hangovers mm-hmm. and the immediate and effect. dehydration yeah the yeah yeah kind of like how you manage it like when when um i i'm sure i can't be alone in mostly doing my longer run on a sunday yeah. um and when i'm training for something specifically like um you know if i'm training for a marathon then i'll be more 
religious about having none uh, or maybe not, one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually not drinking the night before. But then but just day to day not training for something, then I do want to have a drink on a Saturday night and but it's kind of managing the drinking and the running and the dehydration and whether you should or shouldn't. That that's kind of one bit of it, isn't it? But then I think the other bit is like you said, it's kind of it's drinking, it's booze generally and, and the effect health that it has on and your healthy health. lifestyles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I just feel it's obviously undeniable that like, you know, that has an effect on your body and Mm -hmm. it it gives me a little bit of a tummy, which I don't mind and I love and I'm stroking it right now to show I love it. But, you know, that's all a bit tough sometimes, isn't it? Some of that self-love stuff when you feel a bit crap. Self-love is tough, yeah. And also just genuinely, if you've Got, like when you're sort of running around and you you can sort of almost feel your booze you're sort of carrying it around from the night before mm. it doesn't make you feel hugely kind of zippy does it not really no and then I mean and on top of that obviously we know that there's going to be like the physical outward physical signs of drinking booze and and maybe drinking booze a little bit too much yeah. so that might be yeah that might be weight gain but that's also going to be a skin um it a but you know, it could be that yeah, that the way that we look in a, in a more kind of aesthetic way. But also, it's down to how we feel, isn't it? So, like we were talking about this last week, and both of us have experience of um, life with people who drink mm-hmm. a little bit too much, mm-hmm. and that the 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 depression mm-hmm. that can lead from that, oh, and yeah. the, the roller coaster, the kind of that awful hamster wheel. Um, of drink and depression and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So that you've, we've got that as well. And anxiety, um, I find. Like, that's one of the first things that needs to go when I'm anxious. And I think that's why I've been really struggling with um, anxiety for the past few weeks is because um, I, well, I think it's a combination. Part of it is, you know, kind of unavoidable. Like, I don't want to put my life on hold and not do things, but I'm always conscious that when I'm busy, I tend to get into busy mode and then gearing down again, I find really difficult. So like, even if I'm sitting, relaxing, watching TV, I'll still be going, and I've got to think about this. And, and my breathing will be going boom, 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 because I find it hard to yeah, power yeah, down. Yeah. But yeah, the other thing is, has definitely been that I've had, for the past few weekends, we've had a bank holiday every single, well, apart from two, we've had a bank holiday almost every weekend in May. And I had a boozy girls weekend away with my friends from home. And I had a boozy Hindu that I went on. Mm. Um, and it's like, it's really difficult trying to juggle, isn't it? Like, what will affect my mental health and make me feel rubbish? And what will make me feel like I'm not able to join in or that I'm missing out or that I'm feeling mm. a bit sad? It would be great to hear from someone who is sober because that's my biggest fear like even during the first kind of quarter of the year where I wasn't really drinking at all it's it's the bit that I found most difficult I was absolutely fine when I was on my own at home obviously it was the the bit that was really difficult Mm. was like going out with friends and being like oh I'll have a sort of water watery lime thing that's supposed to be like a virgin margarita or something that feels a bit shit while everyone else is having a great time it's really hard to juggle all of that, basically, isn't it? Super hard. And I think that was um, one thing. I will try and have a chat with um, Susie Shaw, who's mm. been on, she's been on before. Yeah, um, listen to I her episode to her because when... she does talk about this stuff quite a bit. Um, yeah. So she's, uh, she's 
so she's doing loads of stuff on Instagram. Well, she's only, she's just done a huge ultra marathon challenge. Um, so she's massively got into her running. Um, and, and I think as a direct consequence of giving up the booze, because she started getting interested in fitness and wellness and all that sort of thing. And, and she, she's, I think at pains to sort of say that she never saw herself as being addicted mm. to booze, um, and never saw herself as an alcoholic, but, uh, she did realize that, 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 there, that there was an issue that it was uh, impacting her life quite severely. And so she, she decided, I think she gave herself quite a kind of, uh, well, a, a more manageable goal. It wasn't give up booze forever. It was for us uh, for an amount of time. And then she's just carried on. And I think she's been sober now for maybe four or five years. Um, that's amazing. So it would be, it, I'm definitely. Yeah, it is amazing. Sort of, it is amazing. I've seen people describe it before as like sober curious. I think I'm definitely sober curious, yeah. and I enjoy having periods of time where I don't drink at all because, like, I really enjoyed it at the beginning of the year. And like, I mean, for some people, like, I come from quite a boozy. Like, I feel like my family culture is is a bit boot. I hope my family aren't listening to this and thinking, "Oh my god, what a bitch!" Probably if he's calling us out. But we do love a glass of wine in the Taylor household. It's no secret. And same mm. with my friends and stuff. I think we like we we do like going out and I mean not really anymore, but like it's it's a mm. part it's it's a part of of life. Um, and so I'm sure some people don't think that it is a huge deal for me at the beginning of the year where I was like, right, I'm only I think I allowed myself to drink on Fridays or Saturdays or something. And um, mm. I think, but it is like it's it's a huge deal because a lot of how I hang out with my friends and stuff is like, oh, should we go down the pub? And to sit there and drink a Coke or something while everybody else it's was massive. having a beer. It was yeah. a really big deal to me. And I was like, how am I going to do mm. this? Like, I'm such a, I'm not only am I very, very easily swayed. I'm also the biggest bad influence in the world with that stuff. Mm. Like whenever Esther and I, are, are, you know, might miss a train. I'm like, oh dear, well, why don't we just miss it and go to the pub? Like, I'm really, really, yeah. I find it, um, yeah, I'm, I'm very very immediate joy now worry about it later person um yeah and uh yeah but I really enjoy having those periods because it makes me feel like as somebody who struggles with anxiety it really really helps me like take back control it makes me go and especially because as Esther said like we've both got experiences in the past of living with or or being close to people who have had alcohol addiction issues I have quite a skewed view of that stuff in my brain sometimes. And I think I can feel really, really panicky if I've had a few weeks, if I've had a few days in a row of like having some boozy nights or whatever, then I start to associate that with things and get panicky mm-hmm. and just giving yourself some, you know, time off where you're like, I'm, I'm not touching it right now. Um, yeah. Then it really helps me to feel like I'm kind of taking back control. I hate that phrase because yes. it sounds like I'm talking about Brexit, but you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean because yeah, and you know what I'm like. I love I love the control word, and I hate that it's been reclaimed for something else. But um, but I realised um, probably much later than you all the stuff that you're realising mm. now, and and like I I I'd always had what I considered to be sort of slightly an addictive personality. Oh yeah, big time. You know, same. I, I was I was a heavy smoker. Um, I was kind of, you know, I've, I've dabbled with most, you know, the binge eating, the smoking, but also definitely the drinking. And I did come from a, a drinky household. Um, so it was seen as quite normal to turn up at like an event or whatever and drink loads and loads and loads. Yeah. yeah and yeah, that's same. what I would do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, 
um, for me, the big, the big tip for me was kids because the, the, although I think I still drank, oh no, I definitely still drank way more then than I do now when I first had the children, cause you know, whatever to get through, um, <laughs> frankly, but you soon realize that the most important thing in your life, other than your kids is sleep. Yeah. And the thing that's impacting your sleep are the kids and also the booze. Mm. And so like my big, my big thing that I, I needed to, it, it took a few years of having the kids for me to, to make that connection and to suddenly think, do you know what? On the days where I haven't had a drink the night before, I'm a much happier person. I'm, you know, I can cope with the kids better. I've clearly had a better night's sleep. It's kind of, it's, it's joining all those dots kind of mm. thing. So I think that's, that's one of the things. But then also, yeah, it's about control. So for me, I, I'm, I also worry that all of the, my little controlly bits is, is putting myself into such a box where I do think that if, that one small movement will make everything fall apart. So even standing next to someone that smokes, I think for some reason is going to, even though I've not smoked for like close to 20 years, mm. I, I still think that it would tip me over into the dark side somehow. And so and my little controlling thing is now that I only allow myself to drink on a Friday and a Saturday. Mm. And even then it's a very, very small amount. It usually equates to about a glass each night. Um, and uh, I will drink during the week, but only if I've been, if only if I'm going out with a friend yeah um and uh, yeah that was what uh, mine loosened I do. to first and then mm. that's just what the struggle has I mean, been but I, I rarely do it because that's usually about so once a month stuff. there's been so yeah. many things yeah mm. I know I know it's so hard and I but but there is it, it is lovely speaking to people that have reduced their alcohol not necessarily because they they consider themselves addicted or whatever but reduced their alcohol substantially and the knock-on positive benefit to sleep which then also obviously will lead into mental health basically yeah. much better you're much able more able to cope aren't yeah. you? if you've, you're you're getting your sleep sleep like, for me everything stems down to sleep yeah so, I, yeah, I find that. it's like thought spirals that like it is it's really easy when you're overthinking things to be like oh I'll have a glass of wine and that will really calm me down um mm. but I find that like the difficult balance is that I find it if I do end up in a sort of anxiety thought spiral then if I haven't had a drink it's a lot easier to get out of that than if I have um, because my sober yeah. mind is a lot better at dealing with that stuff. And because a lot of it revol revolves around health. And I think actually also realizing basically as I'm talking to you, I think because of my childhood a bit, like addiction and stuff like that, that really impacts on a lot of my thoughts around anxiety and makes me feel guilty about lots of behaviors and lots of things in life. Um, mm. that, um, it really helps to be sober sometimes to get myself out of those thought spirals whereas if I've had a drink my mind will start playing more tricks on me about the fact that I'm a piece of shit basically I think I think that's so fucking amazing because I just don't without wanting to come across as being massively patronizing I just don't think that I made those realizations until I was like so much older than you are now mm. and certainly certainly not in my 20s in my 20s I was just like get it down me you know oh, I like, mean Esther I'm having these realizations I think I'm quite self-aware about it but I'm literally going to something called bingo lingo later 
If you love this podcast, and of course you do, then there are two ways to enjoy more of it. First, ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. There's this amazing thing called Women's Running Magazine. If you want more silly Holly and Esther chat, it's in there. And if you also want brilliant expert advice that will make you run better, it's also in there. If you pop along to shop.womensrunning.co.uk, you can avoid the scrum in Waitrose, have it delivered every month and save up to a third off the cover price. The other way you can get more Holly and Esther nonsense is by becoming part of our beloved pod squad on Patreon. From just £2 a month, you'll have access to our exclusive Discord chat room. There are free chats on Zoom with me and Hall, weekly newsletters and silly videos and all sorts. If you bump that up to a teensy-weensy six quid a month, you'll get extra exclusive podcasts too. Come and join us at Patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash women's running. And one other last very small ask. We are fundraising for the Trussell Trust and we're asking you to donate whatever you can at justgiving.com forward slash page forward slash Anthem Stop Hunger because our publishing company Anthem will match what we donate up to £10,000. Please help however you can. It doesn't mean it's still, it means it's so, it's so hard to act on it all, isn't it? But at least figuring out all of it is kind of the first step. And then you can make, you can make kind of allowances a bit more, can't you? Like I know, for example, I was a little bit, even though I'm so excited about it tonight, it was a bit of a last minute plan. And I lay awake Mm. last night a bit nervous because I was like, I've drunk every day of this bank holiday Actually, that was like, it would have been, that would have been four nights in a row because we had friends over on Friday, my sister here on Saturday and we went out. Um, can't remember what was happening on Sunday, but definitely had a boozer as well. Not mega, mm-hmm. but I think we had a couple of glasses of wine or whatever. And then um, went and met friends at the pub on Monday. So it was like chocker with drinking. Um, yeah. And then um, I panicked. I was panicking when I was lying awake because I was like, I have been struggling with my anxiety a bit more over the last few weeks than I had before. And it's a fifth night in a row a really really bad idea like I think what I probably need to do is and I can be honest with myself and go I think what I probably do need to do in an ideal world is have a bath Mm. absolutely not touch any booze have a nice have something nourishing for my dinner and get an early night and get some good sleep and that will be what my brain would really like however I'm not going to let fear of doing everything right all the time stop me from enjoying a friend's birthday party that I'm looking forward to going to and I would like to drink Mm. it because I don't have to that's also of course another option but I I would like to have a few drinks because 
you know, I think it will be a good laugh and it's, 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 it'll be fun. But at least I hope to be able to, that the self-awareness I hope will make me able to be like, but I really do need to factor that in from the rest of my week then. Like if I've, yeah. if I've had five nights on the bloody trot, then I'm going to need to be, oh, do you hear that? My bloody doorbell. Anyway, I'm going to need to be, <laughs> uh, I'm going to need to be sensible um, and make sure that I don't have a boozy weekend coming up and that I do look after myself and that over the next, you know, I have a sober rest of the week and I'm being careful with myself. Yeah. But I'm totally with you as well that even though I think I, I, I'm having realizations that maybe are just because I I'd done a tiny bit more therapy than 20 year old you had probably is the only reason oh, I'm still young, yeah. dumb and full of wine. Um, <laughs> oh, that could have gone wrong. Yeah. That yeah. could have gone so wrong. Um, but um, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's the doing that's hard, but at least we can try by being more self-aware. <laughs> yeah yeah and i i mean you know um, we never ever want to tell people to like as a, as a podcast massive we never want to tell people to stop doing things that they enjoy doing no if it's not damaging if it's not damaging their health and their happiness kind of thing so you know um and all all we can talk about is our own experiences we can't talk about everyone 100%, else's. And, and those think, also um, fluctuate and change don't they there there are, there are times totally. that, like the beginning of the year i really was like and you know how much i love a savvy bee but i was like i need oh, yeah. to make sure that i'm cutting this down because it's got to a point where i don't i feel like it's impacting my mental health a little bit and i don't want to do that anymore um and then mm-hmm. over the last few weeks i've been much more loose about it and uh, there have been some pay, you know downsides in terms of I have felt a little bit more anxiety but also I've had some bloody mm. great times with my friends I'm absolutely not willing to compromise on or would take back and I know you've had that's a similar waves Esther where you've had times where it's like absolutely it's time to dance yeah, on the yeah, tables yeah. for sure mm. for sure definitely to rest did you have your dance on the like, table by the way on Saturday uh, no we did we we did some singing to foreigner but we didn't dance okay. on the table but yeah I completely it was, you forgot know, to ask was... you about your boozy Saturday <laughs> definitely had a boozy Saturday um but I think um yeah it's interesting isn't it because I I had dabbled with doing dry January quite a lot I'd done I'd done that I think three years on the trot before I started actually structurally getting my drinking down and putting some kind of limits and controls in place kind of thing and I found that was really helpful because it's a way of like if you are sober curious of like dipping your toe in and seeing how's how's it just shows you can do it it's really hard and it it just shows that you can do it like it makes Mm. you it puts you out of your comfort zone where you have to go and and have that you know meet your friends at the pub but you just have great yes, banter a and a coke yeah and <laughs> yeah. and it's like yeah I think that it, it it just shows you that you can do it and actually sleep was a big one for me that like I sleep's massive yeah, yeah I struggle to fall asleep a little bit sometimes um and I think sometimes I can use having a few glasses of wine as like oh that will really help me get off if I've been struggling for the last few days yeah and I say get off to sleep um yeah uh, though, you know different people have got different methods of trying to get sleep but <laughs> I, I feel like that sometimes can be a thing that I'm like and 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 it really helps to learn that like to remind yourself that like no no no, no. if I'm if I'm because in your January you're bound to have a few nights where you're struggling to get to sleep but showing yourself that you you can you can do that and it, you're going to yeah. sleep so much better for not having drunk and for pushing through it yeah is is 
absolutely the quality well. of that sleep yeah. afterwards is 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 amazing the and then by the end of those oh it's incredible and then by the end of those 30 days you're like I don't have spots around my chin. Yeah. I don't. This is just me, obviously. But, you know, I, I definitely I'm less spotty mm-hmm. if I don't drink. My skin is clearer. Um, you know, shiny eyes, bushy tail, yeah. that kind of stuff. The you perfect know, you sort of squirrel. Leap it's amazing. So that unfortunately, then you leave on January the 31st going, oh, my God, I look amazing. Then you get shit faced on February the 1st or whatever. And yeah. then, oh, know, I'm waiting for the breakout from the la- for this last week because... I felt like I, yeah, my skin was doing really well and I'd been pretty good for a while. And then, yeah, the last couple of weekends and then particularly this bank holiday weekend. It's just a bank holiday is such a killer, isn't it? Because it's like... It is a killer. You've got an extra excuse for a drink on a Sunday night. Yeah, you do. You absolutely do. Yes, I even drank on Monday yesterday because I was like, we we were like, oh, well, it's bank holiday, isn't it? It'd be a shame not to go and have a pint in the pub garden and the bloody sun. Anyway. And the sun. Anyway. All of those things, all of those things. All of those things. And I think it is good to normalise that, like, I find it useful to hear people talk about it sometimes because I think if you Mm. have come from any experiences where you've you've known or lived with an alcoholic or whatever, then Mm. it's really, a lot of that stuff is really confusing um, and can maybe sometimes make you think, it normalizes certain behaviors that can make you go down paths that might be a bit dangerous. And equally at the same time, mm. it can make you hypersensitive and hyper aware of behaviors that can give you a lot of anxiety around them. And I think that I've suffered yeah. with both of those things in the past that have meant I've done extreme ends of both of the spectrum a, a bit of drinking. Um, yeah. But I think hearing people talk about the fact that like, you know, it's really tempting to have a good old pint in the sun and sometimes that's a really lovely thing to do but also sometimes that can have a bit of an impact on feeling a bit rubbish and like that it's okay to choose not to do that as well it's really helpful chat to hear exactly and I think because the other thing that I was just going to quickly touch on kind of bringing it back to the running is that I did I read a piece um some time ago which was talking about drinking and running and how you how you manage and what you do. And one of the bits of advice in this were, was something like, um, it, it, it was kind of suggesting that were you to, if were you to get an invite to something big like a wedding um, and it was in your last few weeks before running a marathon, that you should say no to the wedding invite. You should just turn them down. And I remember reading that and thinking, what no. the fuck? What the actual fuck? What's wrong with Go you Go and don't drink. Or let's also Go be honest. and don't drink. I'm not a scientist, but is like going and having like, uh, you know, a few glasses of Prosecco at somebody's wedding three weeks before a marathon really going to impact your marathon time? I, I think it totally depends on the runner that you are. Maybe. I, For me, I think the thing, that, the thing w- that I don't think that would make any difference to my like I don't think sub five it's, it's hour goals. Make... Uh, maybe if no, you're somebody never... who's trying to run two thirty six or whatever, then but yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not what the the impact that I think that the, that this particularly was talking about was not necessarily about the end goal of the marathon, but was talking about the long run the following day. And what I don't get, like when I've done training plans for myself before that if I do have big events or if there's holidays or if there's a something you like just that, move the long the run. whole yeah the whole point of that training plan is to is to shift things around and I think um I mean coming from a position of privilege where uh you know we we largely work from home mm. um and I know that not everyone does that so much anymore um 
it's quite old fashioned, isn't it? We're quite um, lucky that we can do a. I, I have definitely done a. If I've had a busy weekend, or again a weekend where I've been like, well, I really want to drink. Uh, I remember mm. when we were training for the bar half. I had a weekend where it was my anniversary with Doug, and we had plans on both the Friday and Saturday nights. And I really, really wanted wine at those on those occasions. So I think yeah. I did a, my, I did my long run on a Friday lunchtime or a Monday lunchtime or something. And like, I know we're lucky to be able to do that. But also you can schedule it in. I think I took half a day off to do that run. Totally. Yeah. You can totally schedule it. And also, I think the other thing about that piece of advice was was the thing that we've just sort of said, which was like, um, like it, it normalized the fact that you would, that everybody in the whole world who was training for a marathon would go to a wedding and drink. It wasn't suggesting at any point that you could go to an event and enjoy yourself and have a lovely yeah. time. Without drinking. 100%. Like, which is so, so, weird. so true as well. I think that was actually what really shook me from the, um, from, yeah, having a few more instances th- over the last six months than I had probably done for quite a long time where I wasn't drinking but friends mm. were because usually I'm the one who's like, oh, but I was, I, <laughs> I was, I was the sober one on these occasions. And it, it, it's, it's so, it's still very enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Exactly. Fun. It exactly. Actually, I think gets more fun when people around you start to get a bit drunk because it kind of makes you feel. Yeah, like you feed off it. You a bit, feed don't off you? it, and you're yeah. like, "Oh, nothing." I really, you know, it, it lowers your inhibitions a bit because it's like, "Well, I can say some silly mm. thing. I can make an awful, you know, silly, embarrassing joke or tell a, a hilarious mishap right now, and no one's gonna, yeah. you know, people are people are gonna be, uh, yeah, not." I, I've I've really um, fluffed what I was going to say there. I've ruined that whole train of no, thought. But I know broadcasters, what you mean. No, no. professional broadcasters. <laughs> uh. But I know exactly what you mean. And the thing is, is you can go along to these. You can go along to any wedding that you like mm. and not drink, or you can go along and have one or two. But you know, it, you don't have to. It's not all or nothing. You don't have to go and get utterly shit faced. Or not go. No, that's a lot of people's. I know that's a lot of people's drinking experience, isn't it? Because, like, that yeah. is a thing that basically since I've had anxiety, I had a horrendous hangover. It was actually I've told the story on the podcast before. I was on my way to my niece's first birthday party, and I was being sick in a bucket on the M25 <laughs> on the way, and it was awful, far from ideal. Mm. And the worst part of that was that I had <laughs> the worst anxiety I've ever had in my life it was rough it was like three days of just like horrible jitters feeling crap about myself it was awful and since then I've been really really scared to be like like I'll be hungover in a sort of like slightly cozy like I want Mm. a fry up way but I've been I've been too scared to drink enough that I might put myself in a position where I have an awful migraine or I'm being sick or I'm like or I have awful Mm -hmm. awful anxiety so I've definitely been more conscious of drinking less on nights out and things and I really feel like it's improved my experience of those things because I'm not the person who's got to be like carried home or is yeah ruins your whole next day or whatever Mm. which is totally fine if you are that person sometimes and I have been that person in my early 20s and it was hilarious and great sometimes but I just I don't like that anymore I can't mentally I can't cope with it because I get too much anxiety and um it 
yeah, you can 100%. It's really, again, really taught me in the last few years that like having a couple of glasses of something mm-hmm. is great as well. Like that's really fun. You don't have to not drink or completely binge. Like having yeah. a couple and also just sort of like drinking um, to feel. <laughs> drinking to intuitive feel. Intuitive drinking. <laughs> it's great. Like you might be like, yeah. oh, I'm going to stop now actually because I'm just not really enjoying this. Or equally, you might have had plans to not drink but then be like, I would quite like a glass of wine actually. And like it's okay to sort of just like trust your sort of instincts and see how you, you know, see how you how you feel. And yeah, it doesn't have to be an all or nothing situation. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. But then, and then in, within the context of running i hate to say that oh no please yes let's remember Um, (laughs) why we're here (laughs) but in the context of running i think it's just it is just where particularly when it's sunny um the the big thing you need to be concerned about the following day after you've been on it the night before is dehydration and um i think one of the kind of the weird realizations that i've had over the past few years is that is that being dehydrated, it isn't just a case of needing to, you know, it's not just, the water isn't just going in your face and out your pee. Mm. You know, the water, when you're drinking that water, when you're rehydrating. I'm getting human centipede energy here. I know, I'm so sorry. (laughs) But um, I, 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 yeah, I feel that. Um, It's more to do with the fact that, you know, you're, you're much more prone to, getting an injury if you're dehydrated because your entire body essentially your entire body is more brittle right so, um, Ooh, so like oh like a sponge like uh yeah. do you remember the um uh, spongebob this is i don't know if you're this Here is this go. is not going to be something that culturally resonates for you but for anyone listening spongebob's parents because you know he was a sponge <laughs> yes yeah, so his that, parents yeah. were sponges but they were like old sponges mm. so they were like crusty and <laughs> and kind of they look like sort of dried biscuits that's yes. what I'm imagining so, my so, bones looking like exactly that yeah well no probably not that but yeah exactly that so, so <laughs> Mr. And Mrs. You, I know that you are square pants <laughs> Mr and Mrs square yeah it, uh, unless it was Mr and Mrs something but yeah um but yeah you are more likely to like pull a muscle because everything is just yeah is is old Mr and Mrs SpongeBob SquarePants. So um, uh, yeah, it's so it's kind of so a really good thing to do. Obviously, if you're drinking the night before in any sort of quantity, is to drink water while you're drinking booze, and then the following day before you go for that run, make sure you're drinking, you're hydrating properly before you go for a run. And during that run, and then after that run. So particularly if you're if you're having like even a short run, particularly if it's sunny take some water with Mm. you or even better take some electrolytes in that water because you will have lost everything the night before with with being hugely dehydrated because of booze yeah so you need to make sure that you've got enough salt going in as much as anything else so it's kind of oh I tell you what I was on the Hendu I was on the other weekend as much as it was quite boozy it wasn't like mega actually it was Mm. like it was it was pretty chill but it was like we we did have several Aperol spritzes um Oh, and, lovely. Uh, oh, it was dreams. Um, but sorry, this is not completely derailing. This was talking about the rehydration thing. I was with a nutritionist, the sister-in-law is a nutritionist, and she was like, yeah. right, okay, everybody I'm making sure everybody has um those sort of like rehydration granules. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't remember what they're called. <laughs> but you know what I mean? The things that you... Yes, it, I know. Yeah, I think you're probably yeah. supposed to take them if you've had horrible diarrhea or something. Um, (laughs) And we all had to drink a glass of that sort of slightly funny salty water, like uh, similar to how you'd have in a hydration vest. And I Uh felt like a million bucks the next day. I didn't have a hangover at all. I was absolutely fine. I drank less the day before and felt slightly hungover when we woke up on the Saturday. And then when I woke up on the Sunday morning, having had the the special granules i was absolutely fine yeah fresh as a daisy though well, also we did start early finish early on the saturday which is <coughs> the other top tip of my life oh top tip <gasps> love top tip. start early finish early uh, yes that's that is so good <laughs> well because we've talked about this before didn't we i think it was a time when we had um someone lovely on from precision hydration and one of my questions was is precision hydration a hangover cure and they very nicely said no mm. no we ca- we are not marketing this as a hangover cure it is definitely not a hangover cure you know this is all to do with your electrolytes it's all this that, and the other da, 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 and it's running and it's athletics and it's you know whatever um so all of that is true however you need to rehydrate and actually something like precision hydration can be extremely useful in ensuring that you don't get injured and that you don't feel like shit when you go for that run if you're going for a run the day after obviously the other thing to do like we've just been talking about if you are like completely on the lash the night before then just nudge your run to the day after (laughs) don't don't do it because I've done that and I've done it recently actually I did I did that long run well I say long run I did six miles whenever it was after asked oh it was coronation weekend oh the collie bobs and I had got so drunk the night before, but I knew that I couldn't run for whatever reason on the bank holiday Monday. So me being me was like, right, self-flagellate, go for a run this morning. You had a bad time, didn't you? And it, it wasn't good. Very, very bad. Yeah, very bad. Very, very, very bad. bad. Yes. Don't, yes, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do an Esther no. is the thing. Do a yeah. me and tuck do yourself up in bed, get a delivery. <laughs> Be kind. <laughs> Be kind, be kind. Always be kind. Yeah. Oh, I've got, um, because we're coming towards the end, I think. And yes. firstly, I didn't know if there were any other emails we needed to talk about. There was one that led us on to something that we said that we might talk about earlier. Oh, and we have to talk about juggling, Esther, because we said we talk about juggling. Yes. Well, the juggling thing, it was only because I mentioned it to Holly just before we started. And I was just going to talk about it just in the context of this being half term. And actually, I think that feeds into the booze as well. Yeah. Because everything goes arse about tip if you've got kids and it's school holidays and you're trying to deal with all those things. So all your kind of all those things that you're having to cope with, that with, there might be some, you know, extra social engagements. There's definitely more childcare. There's more kind of, yeah, just general juggling. Mm. It's like, how do you fit all this stuff in and go for your run and do this and the other? So this, it felt really weird today because the kids are not at school. They have gone to like a holiday club thing, but it was later on in the morning that they were going. But I still got up at half past six to go to my boot camp this morning, um, which felt quite weird. Yeah. I, I've been doing that a lot less recently. So that was quite a hard, it was quite hard, yeah. <laughs> hard to get out of bed. I really but love I that you I... do that in person though. Like, I'm slightly jealous of you yeah. in a weird way, even though getting up at half past six, not the life mm. for me. I, I can yeah. see that the appeal of like 
when you're, I love being outside at like seven o'clock in the morning. Oh my God. It's so it, nice. It was really, really good. It was really good, but it did, it did make me think, and this is one of the reasons why I want to talk about it was, um, it just made me think about that kind of the juggling that everyone does, whether they've got kids or not, they've not got kids, just the, the whole kind of, you know, it, work, life, stuff, drinking, not drinking, things, whatever, the stuff that you've got that you're having to kind of cope with. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like the only way, in a, in a very Esther way, that I've got a handle on it or have been able to cope with it and those sorts of things is to um, really sort of check in with my diary like every week. And so I sort of, so at the beginning of this week, I could see it was going to be really, really hard yeah. <clears throat> um, to do any sort of training because um, we're going away on Thursday as well. So it's like, yes. oh, camping, famously Esther's favorite thing. Don't, don't. Everyone send anyway. her a message saying, have a lovely time camping. <laughs> oh God, it's going to be awful. Um, but yeah, so it, that which leads back to the fact that I think sleep is the most important thing. Yeah, in the world. that's why you're not a big why, fan. That's why camping doesn't. Yeah. yeah, that's why I'm not a big fan. Um, so it, yeah, it, it's just at the beginning. It's at the weekend. This weekend, I looked at my calendar. I knew it was going to be really, really hard to fit stuff in. And so what I do, and it may not work for everyone, is I just go through and I think, right, okay, well, actually, I've kind of I've missed this early morning boot camp quite a lot recently, but I'm not going to this week because because I'm probably not going to have time to. Do, to yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I know training plans are kind of a different kettle of fish. But if you're just somebody who exercises, then like, Mm -hmm. I think normalize missing a week sometimes. Because like, of course, you know, if you go to the same class every week, then sometimes you are going to not be able to go. That's absolutely fine. That's normal. Even the instructor sometimes can't go. It's fine. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, also the thing of kind of like, it's also totally fine. If you know that for your mental health or for other personal goals, you do want to exercise at another point in the week, then like, think of it as a lovely opportunity to do something you haven't done for a while or try something new. Yeah. And I do, I do, because I belong to Move GB. just, you know, it's one of those like class pass. It's like one of those things that you can kind of scroll through and pick and choose stuff. And I do really enjoy, I don't often go off the beaten track for, you know, what I've been doing for the last kind of couple of years or whatever. But when I do, that's when I do spin at YMCA. Yeah. And so it's, it, yeah, it's nice to sort of pick and choose. It is really nice. Sort of side different Oh, I'm yeah. sure everybody's yeah. waiting with bated breath, though. They're going to be very disappointed. My box fit class. Oh, how was it? It got cancelled. Oh, I shit. walked all the way there and they were like, oh, did you not get the email? It's been cancelled. Oh. I was really sad. Just that evening or forevermore? No, just that evening. She was mm. ill, I think, the instructor. Um, so I, I, I will try and go again, I promise. I think there's, I think actually also I kind of, that might have been a bit of a blessing in disguise because I signed up for something called Box Fit Basics. And I do think I need yes. to learn the basics because I've never done it before. But um, when I then looked at the description of the class, it was a bit mm. like, oh, this is a really good way to like get, into exercising if you haven't really or you don't really it's really good for maybe people who are are older or um and want like a good way to sort of like move but aren't necessarily looking for it basically sounded like it might be something that I would like to use as a bit of an excuse but that (laughs) of an exercise class but that probably wouldn't work me in quite the ways I needed to be 
I don't okay. think it, it 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 wasn't looking like it would stack up to spin, basically, which it's literally sort of like makes me want to think. Yeah, kind of, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, a bit more like that. So there is a different class that isn't basics. That's you know mm-hmm. the full whack um, that I might try and go to this week if I've got time. Um, but yeah, hopefully I'll give well, everyone look, an update on I what it's like got... to go boxing. See. Oh, amazing. Um, and I've looked, I've got one more thing that I need to talk about and we need to finish. We need to finish because we keep on wanging on for too long. Um, but there was one thing I was going to talk about, which was Vitality 10,000. Oh my gosh, yeah, we which need is to happening. discuss. Um, September the 24th, yeah. Sunday the September the 24th, um, Vitality 10,000, which is happening in that London. Mm-hmm. Um, and the big fat news is that there is going to be a women's running wave. I'm so excited <gasps> about this. I really feel like this is kind of our dreams come true. I don't want to pre- pressure anybody into signing up, but if if it goes well, it will be our dreams come true. It will. <laughs> it will. Let, let's pressure you into joining up. Um, oh, it's so going to be I'm so hoping, great. I'm hoping that by the time this episode goes live i hope where there will be a link if you go onto the vitality 10000 website that if you go through to registration there should be something very obvious that says that you can join um a certain wave so they they do tend to have so i ran it last year and i ran it um in the celebrate you wave and that's definitely going ahead too this year um and you can also enter a wave by time. So you could, if you wanted to, you can, you don't, I mean, you don't have to run with us. We want you to run with us, but you don't have to. But if you wanted to, to do a very speedy time, you can enter by time. Because the thing about these waves, our wave is going to be right at the back. Mm. So our our run, our 10K is definitely a run for your enjoyment yes. and your time we're not we're thinking we're toying with uh this is my race as our sort of hashtag or whatever yeah our little yeah our, our little motto for the race it's very much encouraging people to come and run regardless of time or anything like that it's just we just want to show how bloody great women runners are really is sort of our aim i suppose isn't it yeah, exactly. And we want as many of you guys to come as possible. We're obviously going to be there. Yeah. And we are, um, we're looking forward to, so um, the from last year, because I remember when I ran it last year, you start, or, or the kind of the runner's village is in Green Park. So it's right next to Buckingham Palace. Um, and it's it's really easy to get to. It's really lovely, actually. And I tell you what's really, really wonderful about it is if you've not run the London Marathon, and or you don't really fancy the London Marathon, but you love the look oh, of the London Marathon. Yeah, this is a bit of me. Okay, last mile, the same. Oh, You're yes. running up the mall. Oh, please. It's then. amazing. It would be so lush if you all joined us and we ran up the mall together. What a dream. What a dream. It would be incredible. We'll have, and we're going to have an area in Green Park so we can all gather there beforehand and have hugs I think, and yeah, then all gather there afterwards the for more hugs. About. I'm really excited about running it, obviously, but let's be honest. I'm mainly excited about the fact that it's going to be a really great chance for us to all get together because, yeah, we're going to have a little space, aren't we, that's going to be for us all. Um, 
I mean, it is yeah. going to be lots of pod quad, pod, pod quad, pod squad related stuff. Pod quad? Oh, sorry, I've accidentally I coined think, I a think new that's what I've got. term then. <laughs> that, yeah, that's what Esther's going to physio for. Um, <laughs> yeah. There's obviously going to be lots and lots of pod squad stuff happening, but it's, yeah. it's open to anybody, you know, if you know anybody who doesn't listen to the pod, but you think they'd enjoy joining. It's just women's running. It's just anybody who wants to run with us and you know reads the magazine or is relatively interested in running so um but yes there's going to be plenty of opportunity for pod squatters to meet up and chat and I'm sure beforehand encourage each other meet friends but also I'm sure there'll be a chance afterwards as well to have a traditional savvy bee or non-alcoholic equivalent Nicely put in Thank there. Thank you. Nicely, Thank you. nicely done. Yeah. Oh, I can't. I absolutely can't wait. I think it's going to be so lovely. It's going to be so joyous to see mm. lots of familiar faces. I hope. Um, yeah. I just. It just felt. It felt to us like a really, really lovely partnership because it's well, a it's ten k, so it doesn't feel too momentous in terms of distance or training, particularly over the summer. Um, and it's over a weekend. It's London, which, you know, whether you love it or you hate it, it's kind of easy for a lot of us in the UK to get to at least. Um, yeah, yeah, very we true. Just, we, we thought it would just be, I mean, we're desperate to see everyone from the pod squad again. We're desperate to meet as many of you as possible. And we just, we want loads of us there, loads of us. It would be such good fun to kind of, to, to kind of take over Vitality 10,000. Basically, that's our idea. We were just like, we could encourage all of us, you know, we could just be like, let's all run it. But the idea of having a wave just made us really Mm -hmm. excited because we want to make everybody intimidated by what an amazing friendship group we are. true it's true I do we do I'm so So, excited for those of you who were with us in Paris like the um you know you know what it felt like and for those who weren't like the feeling of racing with I mean I'm sure plenty of people do this if you're part of a virtual run club or or a real run club but I'm not and so running with the pod squad and running with Mm -hmm. a bunch of women who we all had that that support and encouragement and also just like people to celebrate with afterwards and so it was just it was a whole different experience to previous races that I'd done on my own or like with a friend or something like having a whole group was just so incredible and there was no like you know pressure and there won't be at this event either like we very much none yeah the the idea is is this is your race you run at the pace that you want to like if that's super speedy we will support and love you if that's super slow and you are the last person to cross the finish line then we will love and support you it is absolutely open to all and it's going to be the best it is going to be the best (laughs) and actually that's a really good point because when I when I ran it I was in the celebrate you wave it was right at the back it was the last wave to go and um I got a PB. <gasps> there we go. So, so don't get put yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing Do not get put I off. did want to ask Esther that maybe we need to ask Vitality 10,000 is, for, I wondered if there'd be any pod squadders or other people who we love that would already have a place because it is quite a popular mm-hmm. you know, popular race for 
you lot like you love a 10k we've discovered and um it's I was it's a very popular one so I was wondering whether there might be an opportunity for people to still run in the wave even if they've signed up already it's a very good question. It's almost as if we scripted it, which we really, oh, really haven't. I but love when yes, it's a very happen. good question. <laughs> um, yes, there, if you have already signed up, there will be an opportunity to, um, if you like, sort of nudge into our wave. Um, but I don't know the logistics of that yet. But from what I, I've just had a conversation just this morning about it. And I know that that's something that we will be able to do. Um, it might mean sort of changing your number. Um, but they're so happy about doing that they're so easy to do that okay. so, so you can I think that's a really easy kind of conversation to have don't worry about it right now it's a few months away um and when I know more about that I'll be able to say it in the next podcast probably mm-hmm. but, um, okay cool but basically yeah. never fear right if you've already signed it's up it, yeah. you won't be excluded from anything you'll still very much be able to nope. join us and the pod yeah. squad and be part of the wave oh god okay absolutely and even if you completely forget and turn up on the day and you're like oh crap there's the women's running wave you can still run with us it doesn't matter yeah. it's absolutely fine so usually those waves are that everything else that's not those like it's not if it's not us and it's not celebrate you then you'll be by time and so because we're at the back it doesn't matter if you've if you've decided that you can run it in in whatever whatever time. It doesn't matter. We're at the back, so you can come and run with us no matter what time you've put on your entry, sort of thing. So yeah, it's all good. I'm literally going to cry thinking about it. I'm I'm so <laughs> excited, but I'm really nervous. I really hope that everybody wants to do it as much as we have suspected people might. So um, yeah, you know, not trying to blackmail you or anything, but sign up for it and. <laughs> We'll love you forever. Yes, absolutely that. We will. It's true. We will. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Come and join us on Patreon. You can get a ton of extra Pod Squad benefits from just £2 a month, including newsletters, live chats, and you can join our brand new Pod Squad chat room too. For just £6 a month, you can listen to bonus podcasts as well. There are now five extra ones to listen to. Go to Patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash women's running to find out more. This podcast was recorded over Zencaster. The editor and composer was David Newman. Please hit like and subscribe. That way you won't miss the next episode. Do please email us at wrpodcast at anthem.co.uk with any questions or running stories, as we would love to include them in a future podcast. Happy running. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.